0: This is CliffCentral.com. A thing. I mean, it's got a lot of firepower. If you can figure out a way to wrestle that fear, to push you
1: from behind rather than stand in front of you, that's very powerful. I have a dream. Multiplying leadership in society the millennial way. You don't want to win, end up going after goals and dreams and neglect yourself.
0: Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Tau. I brought more soldiers than you did. Youth Leadership Platform Welcome to another exciting episode of the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Dao. Follow the conversation on at YLP Cliff Central, Twitter, Instagram and Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook at Simply Bongani across board for my personal one. As, as per usual, the Youth Leadership Pla- Platform hosts leaders in different industries to unearth how authentic leadership helps them to move and influence in their different spheres and spaces in life and and to explore principles that help them to be the success they are. And today's guest um, is just another one of those powerful individuals using something very common to us, something that we use every single day but take for granted, the power of language. His name is Malusi. And after posting um, a couple of Zulu words and their meanings and their use in day-to-day life, he started receiving a lot of requests from mostly white South Africans, which was foreign to a lot of his friend requests and his friend's makeup on Facebook. This led to him opening up a Facebook page, which is called Everyday Zulu with Malusi. And what he does there is he posts... A single Zulu word every single day and it's used in day to day life. And people get to interact and comment on the box, try and use the word. And a lot of people from different backgrounds that are interested in learning the Zulu language come or flock to the page and, and, and they come there. And it's a melting pot for cultures, um, different people and different tradi- from different traditions, really. Now, today, this has grown in numbers. I'm, I'm telling you, if you go to the Facebook page, the numbers speak for themselves. And and when it started, as he will say, um, during the course of the interview, it was something that he was just doing passionately as as a lover of the language. But now it has grown to unify the country. And that's his mission, pretty much. To, to bring a lot of people from, from different cultures to interact, different races, different, um, languages, different backgrounds to come interact and, and, and become this one unified South Africa. He contributes for Fin Week. He does a lot of things with, um, <clears throat> Kaya FM and he's recently started a, a speaking tour and one of which was hosted by the University of Johannesburg. Go and check out, um, At Everyday Zulu But for now, here's my guest today, Malusi Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform Thank you for joining us
1: Thank you for having me I'm honored to be here
0: So, a a bit of the backstory of your life Because we we, we like to introduce, obviously, our guest to um, our audiences and our sure, listeners sure. so that they get to know who's this person that's, that's doing this
1: amazing work.
0: So take us a bit through your background and, right. and upbringing.
1: I was born a Soweto 40 years ago and I was born at Paraguanath hospital as most Sowetans, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And, uh, we lived in Fuller North yes. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, went to school a Soweto for the early years and my mother then managed to organize me a bursary and I went to a private school called St. Barnabas College. Oh. And and then I, I managed to get myself expelled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what happened and, there? Uh, what happened there? Just a series of misunderstandings. That's what I'm <laughs> going to say. And then I eventually matriculated at high, um, Northview High School. Okay. Yeah. That was about 20 odd years ago. Yeah. Um... We didn't have money, obviously, to pay for me to go to tertiary, so I spent a year just doing odd jobs, doing this, that, that. Unfortunately, I then managed to get a bursary to go to the AAA, okay, School of Advertising. That was in
0: nineteen ninety eight. Wow, that's a while back. Yeah, that's a, that's a really <laughs> long time ago.
1: Yeah, so I went to AAA. Um, I mean, it was a bit of a struggle okay. in term- financially because my bursary only covered my tuition. So money for transport, lunch, and anything else that I needed, I needed, I needed to have a uh, part-time jobs. And, and so I've always had a very good work ethic because I had to, I didn't have a choice. Sure. But fortunately for me, and, and maybe some, some might say unfortunately, within five months of this copywriting course that I was in, the agency, the ad agency that had given me the bursary then offered me employment. Oh wow. So I ended up not finishing my qualification and I went straight to work. And I've been in advertising in some shape or form for the past 20 years now. So in fact, on the 1st of July, this year, it will be exactly 20 years since I walked into an ad agency. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's, a, that's a long that is, time.
1: That mm-hmm. is a long time. Sure. Um, I've also dabbled in entertainment. I used to run an entertainment company with a friend of mine, uh, DJ Pepsi. Okay. We, yeah, we used to do events and music and that sort of thing, but I only did that for two years and I went back into advertising. In two thousand and nine I left mainstream advertising and started my own ad agency with a couple of friends of mine. Sure. And we've been doing that on and off again. So my life, you know, it has not been very linear, even sure. in my career. Sure. I, I do lots of stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? So so one moment of like okay, I'm doing this and then I find a different opportunity or I look for different ways and you pivot to to find something. Yeah, and I pivot. You sure. Know? And and it's always frightening. But I always just say, I'm going to give it a go. You know, if it doesn't work out, I would have learned something. Mm-hmm. If it works out, great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that, that's generally my approach. You know, even that UJ talk. Sure. But sure. It, it was the second time that I'd given a talk like that. And the first one was also UJ. Um, this one was slightly different, but I was, I was so scared. You know what I mean? I was so scared, <laughs> but I'm like, as yeah, in I've been invited. Sure so i go for it especially when you get invited i always look at it good you know there's so many people who seek opportunities and they don't get them Mm -hmm. i get them i should not dishonor them you know because the people would kill for them so i need to put my fear away and give it a go sure yeah
0: Hmm. and we we, with, with with these um different transitions you know, being in the creative space, like you, you pivot a lot. Yeah. Because you, you are driven by ideas. Yeah. And ideas obviously steer you into, into, into different directions. A lot of people seem to look at that and think, ah, this person does not have direction. This person does not know what they want in life. What, what, what could be your response to,
1: to that? Look, I, I think. Even though I do pivot, I always stay within the same set. Okay. So you know what I mean? So I do things that are within my, um, skill set sure. and that are still in line with my career. Do you know what I mean? I think problems start arising where you completely ditch what you've been doing <laughs> and you go, and and it go d- completely. And yeah. And also sure. the problem with that for me is that you never become good any- at anything. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because the thing about creativity, creativity is not enough. Mm-hmm. You need to practice it sure. for a long time to become good at your craft. Mm-hmm. You can't start something, leave it, and go do something else. Now you've done 11 things that you're mm-hmm. mediocre at. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, the, so that, that expression, jack of all trades and master of Most none. Of none you know? yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, creativity is about mastery. Do you know what I mean? You, you must say, this is what I do. And you you do it, and you keep doing it. Yes, maybe you apply it differently in different contexts. That's how you pivot. But I really think you need to stick to your guns and do the thing that you do. Oh, you can evolve within that thing, but you can't keep doing everything completely. Else. You're different, going to find yourself a starving artist. It's mm. just going to be that simple. Sure.
0: Yeah. If you, if you think about your past, what, what does it what does it smell like?
1: What does my past smell like? Yeah. Jeez, it smells like smoke machine from a nightclub. <laughs> 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 when you were your body, animal? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, are, like are, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> what are, what, are, what are
0: what are some moments that um you look back at it and you're like yo, jeez, man, you know I, I, I was a wild one. <laughs> oh man,
1: oh the, you know. I don't want to lie. I really made the most of my 20s. You okay. know, I, I really lived life to the full. And it was with the belief that by the time I get to where I am now mm-hmm. in my 40s, because I just turned 40 sure. a few months ago, I'll be done. <laughs> I don't want funny things in my life. <laughs> They're out of my system. Yeah. <laughs> they, you, you don't yeah. crave it. You yeah. Know. So, I mean, there, there there were many crazy stories. There's one time I'd gone to this event with Oskito. Okay. Yeah. And so we would just I'd gone with him as a friend. And we were partying so hard, I think he forgot that he came with me and we were all the way in Rustenburg. Bay. <laughs> and he drove without oh, me. Oh my goodness. So he left me <laughs> at this party. I didn't know anyone. And and my my Cell phone battery had died. So Joe, you know, fortunately someone lent me their phone and fortunately he answered and he realized it's like, Oh, I thought you were sitting next to me. I'm like, no, I'm not in the car. (laughs) And by that time he was all the way in Pretoria. So he had to drive back all the way back. Yeah. So I mean, there, there were, there were interesting times. And, and this was during the time when I was doing that entertainment thing, you know, and, and the reason I quit. I was like, you know what, I'm not cut out for, for this life. You know, <laughs> let me go back to writing and and, sure. and and creating um adverts and campaigns and that sort of thing.
0: What yeah. what does it sound like?
1: It it sounds I think it's it's got a lot of laughter. Okay. A lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of music. A lot okay. of a lot of house, music, of house music. A lot of house music. Okay. Um a lot of quieto. You know, I mean, when Kwaito came out, we were in high school, so sure. it, it, it was a crazy time for us, you know, sure. because there'd been public, that we were not really feeling, it, you know, yeah. we were like, okay, you know, and then Begunai house then was called the international, you know, sure. we <laughs> inner city, mm-hmm. and we were not really feeling that stuff, it, it it wasn't really great, and then boom, one day, I remember hearing Atta Mafukate's Vuvuzela for the first time, Yeah, you know, I thought, what is this? This is amazing. (laughs) And, and, and I never looked back, you know. Um, I loved that stuff. So when I started hanging out with the guys at Kalawa, it it was amazing. You know what I mean? Imagine now you're friends with your icons. Oh yeah. It was an amazing time. And then when house resurfaced in South Africa with the deep house and none, it was more palatable for for us now. So yeah, I mean, I also listened to hip hop, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think I'm too old for a trap. I don't don't understand what's, I don't understand what's happening there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you're like, okay, but what is this guy saying? What what is he saying? Yeah.
1: So my son, who's 15, listens to that stuff in the car. And I'm just like, you know, but I don't criticize. I mean, that's the time. That's, that's what the young people are listening to. And I mean, Nati in our generation, those who are older than us, I think for as long as they've been human beings, older human beings think the younger ones have terrible taste yeah yeah yeah, that that is just life yeah and and you need to accept that that's how
0: the story goes yeah what are some campaigns that you've worked on that were your most memorable um campaign oh man
1: um so a lot of the work that we do now is, is design work but let me try and and go back in in my career i remember my first campaign you know, mm-hmm. that, that I remember, it was for Coca-Cola. Oh yes. It was a promotion where you could win a Corsa. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, for me, what was amazing back at the time, yeah, I used to love Raga. And so I got to work with Appleseed and, oh, okay. and, uh, General, sure. you know, and, and so, um, sorry, Admiral. So that was amazing for me. But the funny thing about that campaign, I mean, I didn't have a car then, you know, I just come out of school. And you could win a car. I'm like, but... And then they tell us we can't enter. I'm like, but I, I need to win a car. Like, no, I need a car you, myself. <laughs> yes. They're like, no, you work here. So you cannot enter the competition. So sure. for me, that, that was quite funny. Because I'm sitting there, I'm creating this campaign. I need a car, but I can't get a car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then um there's a poster... That, that became a campaign that I did a few years back. Well, it, it was done by, cause I was a creative director by then. Okay. So it was done by a team underneath me. The copywriter in the team who is the one who essentially came up with the idea. His name is Jose Mutsidi. Okay. Um, it was around the time when former president Zuma was begging to singing that Mshiniwam, Mshiniwam okay. song of his. Yang Bambese. Yeah. So what we did is we created a poster to promote, to encourage people to hand in their firearms. Right to hand oh, in their guns. So okay. Tina, we turned it around and said later Oh Okay. Yeah, and and <laughs> it it went on to become the SAPS call to action value to get people to bring in their their guns. We won a couple of awards for it. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. So that was cool. That mm. was cool. Mm. Um, I mean, I've done work for SAB. I've done. I've done. Yeah, it's been twenty years. <laughs> it's so, been. 20... <laughs> so there's a very colourful. There's, there's there's been a lot of work produced in that time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Let, let's get let's get into the crux of why we're here today yeah sure um every day Zulu um take us back to the first word that you that you put out there and okay. how it has grown to what it is uh today
1: all right L- let me maybe tell you first where, where it came from where, where the thought came from sure right? and and it's linked to the conversation we're having now Yeah, advertising mm-hmm. so my problem with the advertising there are many but my main one is the way it Disregards African languages. They Mm. they are treated like they are third class citizens. Mm, mm. And and I'll tell you where it it manifests itself in the worst form. It's in radio advertising. So here's how it works. You will write a copywriter will write a radio script in English. Sure. That script will then be sent away to translators who will then translate it into the other languages. Which is fine. There's no problem with that with that process. Okay. The problem then comes when you then go to studio to record. That radio ad The copywriter Who more often than not Is white Because that's just The the makeup of The advertising industry Who more often Than not is white Will record Will be there When they're recording Their English To make sure That it comes out amazing They might even sit For the Africans, Maybe if they speak Africans, To make sure It comes out amazing As soon as they're Done with that They leave They go back to the agents hmm. Leaving the African languages Unsupervised hmm. Do you see the problem Sure, sure. So Sure, the engineer. So the
0: important ones are done and, and,
1: yes. And dusted. Yes. So the engineer, the sound engineer, yeah, he's good at his job, but it's not his job to really direct voices, right? Sure. The language advisor who sometimes is, is the translator. Yeah, it's good at their job, but they didn't write the script. So there's no way they're going to get it right. Hmm. So for me, that has always been something that bothers me. It bothers me just philosophically. Mm -hmm. This is a problem. Okay. But also, as a marketer, if you give your business to people who can't account for the quality of work, 80% of the quality of the work that they produce for you, there's a problem. Sure. Why do you continue giving those companies business? But they continue, right? So I had written this, um, article. Because, I mean, we, there's an ongoing, Issue who advertising about transformation okay, and people have been approaching it emotionally na, na, na. so I wanted to make a rational argument sure, and that argument was that saying it makes terrible business sense to give business to people who don't ensure that the product is of quality mm. and 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 I wrote and it was beautiful, it was funny da, da, da. but when I read this this article, I was like, you know the one thing I know about people people don't like the truth mm. people don't like also complaining mm-hmm. right so if i put out and they know this thing so if i put out this article it's just more complaining sure more complaining and all that it's going to do to be honest is put me in a bad light mm-hmm. but it won't change the situation sure you know so i thought he and because i've seen it before i've seen it before we've complained before we've complained before so i thought i shelved the article and i thought all Yazin. Right, If these people don't appreciate our languages, we might as well start ourselves. So on my Facebook, because I've been in advertising for 20 years, I've got a lot of marketers and advertising people. So what I wanted to do is to show them the beauty that lies in our languages and and the understanding that black people, particularly black creatives, inherently have in them to deliver uniquely South African Communication solutions. Sure. And that's how I started posting this Zulu a day. Mm. It was a celebration of Isizulu. Zulu. Sure. But also to say, look look at what you're missing out on, on by not working with people like me. You know, not necessarily me. Just You don't have to work with but me. But just people. But people like me. Like me, yes. Yeah. And so that's how it started. And, and I was just posting. I think the, the, and it's quite relevant. The first word that I, I posted was ugusa. Ukosa, <laughs> you know, ukosa. Yeah. As in, um, dawn, morning, but naughtiness, you know. Yeah. Because that's exactly what I was doing. Sure. I was being naughty. Because sure. a lot of the, so the word would be a normal word. But the way I then bring it to life is usually playful and, and sometimes even dangerous. You yeah. know, yeah. I, I touch on, on very sensitive issues, you know. Sure. Sure. And, and I mean, I've had people, um, complain to me. And I tell them, oh, Baba, you know, this is my Facebook. You can go somewhere else if you don't like. And, what, and this what is I've the said. language
0: we, yeah. we 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 we're putting stuff that's already there. Yes,
1: and and this is how people speak. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not an academic. I'm not a, a Zulu expert, young I am a guy who's able to write in an engaging manner, and and that comes from my 20 years of writing and advertising. Sure. So that is that is my skill actually, the ability to write in an engaging manner. Sure. sometimes I even have to research some of the words just to make sure that I've got it right. So I posted this, I posted, I posted, I posted, and then one day I'm driving to I get to a meeting, right? Early morning meeting. I think this is like a half past eight meeting. I come out of the meeting and I've got four different requests. I'm like, okay, this looks odd, because I the max I would get maybe a day is like ten friend requests. Sure. I don't know why I'm getting forty by half past nine. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, I right, okay. Maybe um there's a glitch or whatever. Yeah. I go to my next meeting. I come out and I've got I think about seven hundred friend Ooh. requests. I'm like, okay, there's a something is happening. Something's here. going on. Yeah, here. something is going on here. I ch- go in. I look at these friend requests and it's mostly white people, middle aged white people, middle aged white women, what, what we would call tannies. Sure, you know. sure. I think, what is happening here now? You know, because I, 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 there's nothing that I've done to attract all these white people to my profile. Sure. You know. So I contact a, a friend of mine. Um, he's a former employer of mine, but we've remained friends. He's a middle-aged white guy, so I contacted him. I figure, since he's a middle-aged white guy, he must know why these middle-aged white people want <laughs> to... <laughs> to be a friend. Yeah, <laughs> and also that day I had posted a word Mkave. You know the Shangumkawe. Sure. Yeah. Even though I said it's and I'd explained that it's not Zulu; it's, it's a colloquial term. And I'd posted that word and and said, "Ugutu umkawe is that look that you give someone when you want to show them that you are displeased." Or you want to intimidate them. <laughs> and it's related to the same name Mukabe. Sure. Because he always looked mean in the 80s when we saw him on TV. Sure. And hence Mukabe. And it was during the week of the coup. Okay. So I thought maybe these people are former Rhodesians who think I am pro-Rhodesia and I am not. Oh, you know? okay. So I asked my friend. My friend was like, no, man. These people probably just really enjoy your zulu word. Day, except the friend requests and see. I was, I was skeptical. And then I got an inbox from some random woman that I don't know. And she said, oh, thank you very much for teaching ICC Zulu. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right, cool. I mean, and then she's like, ah, I can see you you don't know what's happening. I'm like, no, I have no idea. And then she sent me a link to a blog called The Good Things Guy. Okay. That's where I found somebody had written an article about this everyday Zulu thing. Ah. And that's where all these friend requests are coming from. Are coming from. Okay. By the end of that day, I had 2,000 Ooh, friend requests. Ooh. So now, South Africa being South Africa, I was apprehensive about accepting all these white people. Sure. You know, because I've seen <laughs> on social media the things that white people write. Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously not all and of them. It's
0: protecting your energy and your space. Yes, as well. exactly.
1: Yeah. And not all of them, but it can get nasty. You sure. know, so, so I decided, okay, I'll accept them, but I'll immediately unfollow. So, I'll accept you and unfollow you. So, you see my post because that's what you want to see. Okay. But I don't see anything that from you. That you post. Okay. Because yeah. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was impractical. You know, you can't do that with 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I eventually said, you know what? I'm just going to accept everyone. And then I'll unfriend as we go. Okay. If you post nonsense, I unfriend you. Sure. And I can tell you in the four months or five months... I'm not very good at arithmetic. I think it's five months that I accepted and I've been accepting random friend requests. I think I've only had to block four people, which for me was an eye opener. Okay, you see, and and that's when I realized good, even 90s black people were prejudiced. We we make assumptions, sure, because when when I'm with my peers, we have told ourselves that all white people are racist. Yeah, you know, we mm-hmm. we we've decided, mm-hmm. and for me this was shocking. You know, firstly, it was shocking to discover Oh my God, I was wrong. But to discover what? When did I become this person (laughs) that makes assumptions about people without ever engaging with them? Yeah. You know, and that's when that light bulb started clicking in my head. What? Yes, something is wrong here. We we have created these little silos. We live in our little boxes, and we make assumptions about About, the other people,
0: about the other person Mm. before understanding.
1: And and yeah. So when now. This page now it's it's going, people are engaging what's interesting is also other people from different cultures are learning besides the word a day. people are learning each other, okay, you know so from from the interactions,
0: how people react to a certain word, yeah, what they say about the word gives them an understanding, which, yeah, yeah, okay, does this person vibe really with black people or with with a certain tribe with within
1: Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So, because language is very revealing sure. about about a people, okay. Young so, so people are starting to see. Oh, so this is how. Like for instance, someone was saying to me, they, they, there were certain things they never understood about some of their colleagues about how they approach work and life. Okay. But after reading, they're like, oh. So now it makes sense. Oh, so this person is coming from this, this angle. Sure, you sure. know what I mean? nati we, uh, you'd say something, and you, you were not af- aware that. An Indian is going to find it offensive. Sure. You're like, Oh, I didn't know because I just live in my world. You know what I mean? So, so that's when I I started thinking there's something magical happening here, Mm. you know? And so I started also posting more consciously, posting, wanting to provoke conversations. Okay. Wanting to get people talking to each other. Sometimes I provoke things that are upsetting. Intentionally So people can mm. So people can Speak about it People mm. can get upset mm. And thresh it out mm. You know And what I found is Because These conversations We usually have them With our peers We never see Somebody else's perspective Yes, mm. yes. So if I'm sitting there You all speak the same language We all speak this And yeah. we all agree Sure, but, sure.
0: but now So it's not really A conversation No it's just, a voice that's amplified by yeah, as I say,
1: it's a it's a single narrative. Sure, it's a single sure, narrative. Sure. You're all saying the same thing, young child. But now on the pl- platform, you you have people who have differing views, and when they put some of their views, it forces you to stop and question yourself. The things that you really thought you knew and you really thought you believed get called into question. Sure, you know. But you can also see other people on the other end conceding Nabo, which I'd never I had never, ever thought about it like that. You know, the amount the amount of times I've said to myself, I have never, ever thought about it like that is amazing. And the amount of time I see people who write, Hey boss, you know what this Ngamla said, (laughs) eh now I'd never seen it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just thought all mangamla nonsense. Yeah, Yeah, so so that's that so that's where now I've arrived at so I set up a new initiative which is called Everyday Speak. Okay. Okay. So Everyday Speak is going to be the umbrella property under which Melusi's everyday Zulu sits. Comes, okay. Okay. What we're working on is other languages. So we would have under my umbrella um content generated by other people. So we'll oh, have Olissa's okay. everyday cause
0: um Mashamaites Tonga. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we we're going we're working on an app for that. So oh, that okay. It, it's it's as an app. Um, with my book coming out, we're hoping he, the book will become a series. I mean, there are many many more Zulu words, but we're also hoping that the other languages will also grow so big that we can do a deals for those particular authors and creators of that content. Sure. sure. Yeah. Because. The idea is not to put Isi Zulu on a pedestal It just happens with Ngum
0: If and, and you have if, to start there yes. Yeah. So if
1: Ngum Zulu It would have been Tsepo's everyday suto. Sure. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and and also I've been very cognizant In how I approach this thing Which it doesn't come as Zulu superiority mm-hmm. It is not about that You know what I mean isiZulu Zulu is no better than anybody's language It's just I started this thing And here we are If it had been started by Zakani. It would be Takane's everyday tongue. Like. Do you know what, <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, Let, let's
0: talk a bit about um, some words that have more than one meaning. And depending on the setting where you use them, you know, you could either impress a crowd or start a fight. For instance, I can think of a Kosa word, ugnioba. Yeah. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, b- where bribe, in in then. in Kosa it's it's pride, yeah. but if you're in a Zulu setting or in a, in, a in a Kasi situation, setting, I think, yeah. it's 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 sex. Yes, it's sexual. But it's course, it's yeah. one it's
1: it's it's one word. Isn't isn't that fascinating? It, it, it's amazing because language is 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 that versatile. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and also because it's versatile, it evolves. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned Unyoba uh, because we were speaking about it two days ago with mates of mine. Sure. Saying, we wonder how it came to be. You know? <laughs> how did it evolve from its causa, from bribery to sex? Sure. You know? Was someone using sex as bribery? You oh, know? yes. Were they oh, trading yes. sex oh, yes. and then it eventually became, became sex? That. It was probably something like that. Hmm. Hmm, to someone who was trading sex for, for favors and then Unyoba uh, know, became. Home. Yeah. Um, I mean, another word that, that's. Fascinating is Nja. Yeah. Nja. You know, dog. Um, we enjoy But if my wife calls me Nja, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You know, when you say to me I'm like, yeah, sure, boss. Yeah. My wife says Njandin. Hey, I know what is something I didn't do. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember one time I was talking to friends of mine. We were young then. And yeah, onja and my grandmother, was at, and he's tanned. You don't like yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, can you call You know, so, so, so that's fascinating as well. Um, what, what other words? There, there are many words that are like that. And the, it's all about context. It's koko as well. It's cocoa. I mean, it's cocoa is quite interesting. Um, I did post it's koko, and it was one of the most popular words. Okay. On, on, on my platform. Um, yeah, it's cocoa is the crust yes, at the bottom at the, at of a pot, pot. Yeah. You know?
0: After after cooking. Yeah,
1: I, but pap. remili rice or whatever. Sure. But colloquially, it's cocoa is someone who's amazing. Sure. And I think where it comes from is because it's cocoa. Doesn't wanna Yeah, you, you mean, like you can't you, yes, yeah, You can't do anything. Now, to now move. is cocoa. That means your awesomeness yeah. cannot be changed. Sure, sure. It cannot be moved. Sure. Young Yeah. Yeah. So it's cocoa. What I discovered about when when we when I wrote that word is white people eat his cock, you know, like. I, we, I think we eat this cocoa, but most of the time it's not out of choice. You know what I mean? It's like, there's it's no like other a, food. Dip, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for one, they're like, oh, it's amazing with butter. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm like, uh, 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 guys, <laughs> I don't want to eat this cocoa. I grew up on this cocoa. Now I've sure, got sure. a better cash. I'm definitely not eating this cocoa.
0: It's, it's, it's interesting how with now bringing that up with, with, with certain things that we eat, for instance. Yeah. For some people, it's, it's leisure. It's like, I'm trying. This stuff out, yeah, and it's interesting and it's fascinating and and it's probably nice, but because what of what it represents to you, yeah, coming from a place like where na- you struggled and this was your daily meal, it's like for you it's leisure. For me, it used to be my daily, and my I daily don't go-to. want it now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like for me, it's like <clears throat> I'm out one, you know. I'm like nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm out <I'm> <laughs> I can afford better things now. Sure, sure. You know, um it's called cool, cool is is another thing like that. I also remember when I was a AAA, uh a classmate of mine, a white guy suggests that we go backpacking in Europe. Okay. So we're going to stay where? No, we'll stay on benches. I'm like, no, the brother. No, 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 brother. You know, black people have worked too hard here for me to go be a voluntary home there in Europe. That's, that's where we come from. I'm like, no, no, no. But now in hindsight, I wish I had done it. You yeah, know, yeah. It would have been an experience. experience. So yeah. sometimes, you know, those things close us out of great opportunities. Sure. You know, like I, it, it is one of my great regrets, you know, because this guy, he had put together a plan and itinerary and he was going to get the tickets subsidized the only thing was that we are going to be hobos when When we get there yeah yeah and and for me i was like nah man you know so yeah and
0: and, and there's 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 some afrikaans um words that have been adapted to yeah and you know in tzotital they mean different thing is. Than 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 they are in 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 Afrikaans. I'm I'm trying to think of, of of words. I don't know if you have one at the top of your head that we you know most commonly use, and you know in in some instances we don't even realize that, that an. African's this is Afrikaans' word. word. Yeah, I'm because it's, it's it's been part of our culture and our Linguistics
1: that we think, uh, well, actually, this is this is one Folk of ol. ours. Folk folkol. 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 <laughs> folkol is, you know, fairy, for sure. You know, I mean, to us, it's even a greeting, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, someone says, fairy, fairy, for yeah, know, the, um, it's like there's nothing, yeah. nothing, wrong. um, uh, in Susutu, fenster, okay, fenster window, which is Afrikaans, fenster, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, you yes. know, um, and yeah, so the, the, there's a lot of that, um, yeah. I mean, I do speak a, a bit of Afrikaans It's not great But right now my Afrikaans has just run away <laughs> It's gone it, it ran because, away Because you're sitting
0: with me right now Yeah,
1: I'm sitting with Juju <laughs> So the Afrikaans <laughs> is running away from Juju um,
0: yeah. The danger of the single narrative um, I remember coming across a talk by Chimamanda yeah. uh, Adichie Ngozi yeah. And she was speaking about how when she got to the States That her roommate at, at the university that they were studying was, was fascinated by the thought of a Nigerian girl who was a diehard fan of Mariah Carey because she, she had Mariah Carey CDs yeah. and things that she would play um when we they were sitting in the room and then she'd go to the to the stove and, and, and start making um eggs and different things and she was like, but she's from Nigeria, you know? How 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 did she come across Mariah Carey for 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 one? How does she know how to operate a a stove? Do you think we are doing enough to kind of build that understanding gap between different cultures and backgrounds and as well to kind of break that barrier where we are living in our our, our individual silos? Like white people think a certain way of black people and black people think a certain way about white
1: people. To, To be honest, you know, for a long time I thought... As black people we we were interacting with other cultures, sure, um and I thought white people are not interacting with us. I still maintain that white people are not interacting with us, but i've also been alerted to the fact that we're also not doing it. we think we 're doing it, sure, but we're not we 're not doing it you know um, we all go to the office, we speak to each other at the office. We laugh, maybe we even hang out at the pub after work, but we all go to different worlds afterwards sure you know and and then what happens is you then spend time with people, obviously you 're not all homogenous because you 're individuals, sure. but you find ideologically you 're usually aligned mm-hmm. and so I think what we might know about each other is superficial okay we know the, the surface the surface but staff. we don 't get under the skin sure. and really get to know what drives people you know. Like we I think we a lot of us just assume we might be driven by a superiority complex mm-hmm. you know, um and you find that that's not necessarily the case i mean the the other thing that I've found is that there's a lot of fear, and to us it doesn't make sense because we don't understand i'm so if you're standing there and you're scared of me and I don't know why you're scared, what that does is I just dismiss your fear. Instead of really engaging mm, mm, mm. on why are you scared of me? Mm. And I think that's that's what we need to get at. With why are you so scared of us? Do you know what I mean? Because when we are sitting, I mean I, I can speak for my peers. There's never anyone who's saying, Hey, let's go kill white people <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Never. <laughs> yeah. You know, but they think that. Sure. You know, a, a huge majority. Mm-hmm. And but also there are those who perpetuate those sort of um, narratives, okay, you know, and and the funny, the thing that I've realized is that those who have negative agendas always have the loudest voice. Oh, yes, they oh, always yes. have the loudest yes. voice. So, and influence as well. Yes, a and, lot of and, people listen to them. Yes, and 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 they 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 pump this thing into our heads. You know, they pump this thing into our heads, and so for me, with that platform, and it's not the only platform. You know, there are other platforms, obviously, where other people are experiencing similar things. But I'll speak only with, of what I know. I'm seeing a lot. Of of white people who are scared um, because the media has created that conversation. Their political parties continue to perpetuate sure. that nonsense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But these are people who actually just want to engage. These mm. are people who want to contribute to South Africa. And also they don't know how. That's Mm. the other thing I'm realizing that Mm. people do not know how to reach out to each other. Sure. You know, so you find someone who's just sitting in their corner and they're like, I would really love to know more about my colleagues, but they don't know where to start. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Nothing up. We've got our own chips. So, so, so it's a mess the reality is, is is a mess the apartheid government did a great job of, of making us fear and hate each other mm-hmm. because even though apartheid was 20 however many years ago the the effects are still there are still there. Still, are there still there in in how we approach each other and how we view each other even the spatial design oh yes how they threw us there townships
0: you know, so i was I, I saw the someone took a, an aerial shot of the hostel in komorra Yeah um, Alex- what, what's Alexa, Ale- yeah. Alexandra? Yeah. And it's shaped like a coffin. When I saw that, it's, it's literally shaped the, the hostel, how it's built. It's shaped like a coffin. No way. Even when you look at the dynamics though of how a street away from the poorest of the poor is the richest square mile in, in, in Africa.
1: Yeah. It's, it's mind boggling. It's, it's crazy. That's why I like mixed income developments. Okay. You know, where you have, and, and that's what South Africa needs more of. Where you don't have a community where everyone is rich. Yeah. Cause those children will grow up only with rich children and they will not have empathy. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. You don't want a community where everyone doesn't... is poor because those children will grow up with only other poor children and might not have dreams. Probably even become bitter or yes. get into drugs. But you if you've got a community town where, town where right? there are rich people, there are middle class people, the children interact and they get a better understanding of life, they get to explore other and, worlds, and and the word that I spoke about, AUJ, uh, empathy, sure, that is such an important mm, concept mm, mm, mm. that we need to see where the other is coming from, mm. to put ourselves in their shoes, per-
0: person shoes, yeah. yeah,
1: that's what we need. Even with with issues of land, empathy, we need to look at what this means to our white brothers and sisters, because they're here, they're not going anywhere. Do you know I me? Mean? And it's a reality. Whether the land was ill gotten or not, it is theirs right now, mm. and to lose something that's yours is a problem. So we need to look at that. You know, we can't just say ah, it has happened. Yes, it needs to be addressed, but there needs to be empathy in that process. Mm. You know, similarly, them they need to understand why we we, we want sure. the land. Mm. Mm. A, a recent um, book
0: that 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 that. Um I've read was, was, was by Claire L. Bell. Okay. And she speaks about this uncomfortable journey, um, out of, you know, the indoctrination of the apartheid regime. Yeah. You know, as a white female. Okay. Who had to go to the Eastern Cape and be immersed in what black people are experiencing the living yeah. conditions they live under you know at some point she, yeah. she had to pee in iskiki yeah. which is a it was a small bucket yeah. that 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 we keep in in the houses because obviously the toilets are the far away or the long drops or there are no yeah. toilets at all and in 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 her observations she speaks about how the, there was a certain song or certain tune that was played within the apartheid uh, regime mm-hmm. that a lot of white people got used to dancing too. Mm -hmm. So now that the music has changed, they still only know how to dance to to a particular kind of music. But now what I'm more interested in in, 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 at this part of, of, of the conversation is how are you going to use this platform? How are you going to use this idea to bring about that empathy to help South Africa move into... You know, this egalitarian system that we we, we hope and dream of, the Rainbow Nation.
1: Look, I mean, as as it stands right now, it's happening organically on on, on the Facebook page. So what I will do is that I will continue doing that. Um, I'm also looking to expand onto Twitter. I'm very nervous about Twitter, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then yeah. a
0: lot of conversations happen on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I'm looking
1: to, to, to expand to, to that. But also as, as I've said, I've started this, um, everyday, this, speak. no, no, this, yes, everyday speak, but also this impact of a single word okay. initiative. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine tuning it, but I think what I want to do is just to do talks and spread the gospel of reaching out of reaching out and, and building and finding empathy with your fellow men across whatever divides that we've built for ourselves. Oh, yes. Be it sexual orientation. You know, there are people who don't speak to people who are homosexual. Homosexuals, you know. Yeah. Be it gender. There are men who shut down when they are told about patriarchy mm, and male mm, privilege. Mm, mm. You know, we need to break those walls down. Is it uh, income... Bracket. There are people who only hang out with people who earn a certain, who are affluent and live and, you know, is it age? You know, there are people who only, you know what I mean? So for me, it's really just about preaching the gospel and then using the findings and the interactions that happen on that platform as an example of what can be achieved. Sure. When we talk to each other, you know, and, and, and remove those walls. Are you optimistic? You know, I've always Thought I was pessimistic. <laughs> but with age I think I'm becoming more optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm pragmatic. Okay. I'm very practical. Sure. But I think from an optimistic point of point view. Point of view, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where 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 pessimism works for me is in my craft. I must always believe that it's not going to go well, which means I must work really yeah, hard so to make she, sure it okay. goes well. Optimists to do, ter- do a terrible job. Mm. Optimists do a terrible job because they think everything is going to it's, be fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I an I'm a pessimist. Even when when I've done a thing, I still think people are going to hate it. So I try and make it better. Yeah. You know. And then when people like it, I'm surprised every time. <laughs> I'm like, eh? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. how how
0: how do people um um get in, in in contact and become part of the conversation and reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So I'm on Facebook. Uh, facebook.com forward slash everydayzulu, as well as just on Facebook, Melusi Shabalala. And then, um, also my ad agency's website, which is a mess now. And I don't know where our developer disappeared to. <laughs> Eric, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're costing us, Baba. Please resurface. <laughs> the, the, the web address is studio214.org. Okay. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for for, for coming to the Youth Leadership Platform. And, you know, all the best with the platform. We will definitely keep an eye out. Are are you going to be accepting more of the 2000 requests of middle-aged?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I'm going to continue accepting. And now I'm accepting with a purpose. You know what I mean? Before, it was just I'm doing this thing. And and also, that's why I'm able to wake up and write every day. Like, a lot of people are are, are amazed by that. How can you generate content every day? I'm like, look, man… People want this thing and I'm going to give it to them. Sure. Are you also yeah.
0: on Twitter and, and, and Instagram
1: personally? I, I don't. I have a Twitter account, but nah. Not really. Definitely not Instagram. Instagram. I'm not a, a a visual person. I'm okay. a word person. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not really in, into Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also Instagram, those lives are too, they'll make you jealous. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest cause of depression, yeah. No, the, I'm, I'm fine there on Facebook, <laughs> sure, <laughs> where,
0: where you can just impact people, and yeah. A yeah, I see, yeah. I see, I see. but
1: look, I mean, in, in terms of Melusi's Everyday Zulu, I've, I'm exploring how I can make it work on other platforms, okay? Yeah, so it might end up on Instagram, maybe where I just do little snippets, oh, yeah, so this is yes. the long stories that I write, but on Twitter, in fact, today. Uh, I have a Twitter yeah, Malusi's Everyday Zulu. Okay. I just haven't been uploading. Okay. Today that is my mission that I'm going to upload to start. a lot of the content that currently sits on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Share the podcast. Um listen to all of our series. We've we've had some incredible, incredible um guests like today's guest who is Malusi. Tell us what you want to hear more. Um, give us ideas, tweet us. Tell us what you're what you not liking, what works, what doesn't work, and we would be more than happy to entertain you and engage you on that. At YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram, Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook at Simply Bongani across all social media. This is the Youth Leadership Platform. Take care. This is cliffcentral.com.